0: Uh, thomas can get those extra minutes him going into the second rotation just because we have so many new guys on that on the floor i didn't want to throw that line up now with uh with troy it's just uh just the way it is but he you know he he'll, he'll, get, he'll be ready for the next opportunity quickly the wall. wall measured deal gets open for three dagger what Cut the music off right now. Cut it off. Cut it off. Welcome to Lockdown Wizards, part of the Lockdown Network, your daily news from local experts. My name is Quinn Mayo. I'm the only one doing the podcast today. It's a solo pod, but that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. I don't have any time for theatrics. Y'all know what I come to do. Y'all know what I come to say. Let's let's be very clear right here. If you cannot beat the Chicago Bulls, I don't care if John Wall wasn't playing. I don't care if Dwight Howard wasn't playing. Dwight hasn't played nine. He's only played nine games this season. I don't care, I don't care how Otto Porter Jr. is out. If you can't beat the Chicago Bulls at home in Capital One Arena on a Friday night, your season is done. It's done. It's over. It's finished. Finito. Finagle. Is that even? No. Done. Finish. Fin. It's over. It is over. I got three things to talk about. Maybe four things to talk about today. Um, That was the worst game I've ever witnessed in my life. I've been on this earth for 21 years. Thank God. Bless me for t- with 21 years. That is the worst game I've ever watched in my entire life. I'm talking grade school, AAU, high school, college, NBA, Globetrotters. I have never watched a worse game than that. And I know somebody be saying, oh, you are reacting. John Wall was out with the bone spur. Oh, Otto Porter's missed the last. Oh, and I, I don't care about any of that. You've got two teams here. The Chicago Bulls. They are in rebuild mode. They fired their coach last month. Then you had the Washington Wizards, who traded away Kelly Oubre, which we'll get into later, for Trevor Reza to give this team that extra boost to make the postseason. To make a postseason run. You traded away young assets to add Trevor Reza to get into the to the to the playoffs. That's what you did. You're not in rebuild mode, according to Ernie Grunfeld, Ted Leonsis, and Scott Brooks. You're not in rebuild mode. So you got one team that's in rebuild, and one team that's trying to compete in the Eastern Conference for a postseason spot. Did y'all know the Wizards are 10 games under 500 You know what? Let's let's just hop right into it. I got three. Th- First thing I'm going to talk about today is Bradley Bill is crying out for help. Y'all follow me on Twitter. He is crying. He needs help help. He is saying, please help me. Please help me. Second thing I'm going to talk about, where is Troy Brown Jr.? You know the guy you traded two picks for to get in the draft? Lottery pick. Oregon, the point forward. Where is Troy Brown Jr.? Ron Baker's where is Troy Brown? Third thing I'm going to talk about. John Wall. And my theory about this entire John Wall 6-slash-bone-spurs-slash-rest-slash... We're going to talk about that, too. And side note, we're five games in. Ariza versus Ubre. Y'all saw the stats I dropped on Twitter. I'm, I'm not going to... When I get a point that I know is correct, one thing I'm not going to do is let y'all forget about it. Because cause I'm only right a, a handful of times. That's sad. I'm cutting myself short. But I'm, when I'm right, I'm right. And we're going to keep talking. This is going to progress we're going to talk about a reason versus Uber. That's just what it is. And if you don't like it, sayonara. Say goodbye. You can leave right now. I'm sorry. You know, I would love for everybody to stay and listen to this podcast, but it's going to be one of those today. This is not one of those, oh, it's okay, guys. We'll be better this time. Or maybe maybe tonight when Kimball Walker comes into town or this, that, and the third. A positive. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Probably two positives from last night's game. Now, 165 negatives. So let's hop into it. Bradley Bill, he's he's crying out for help, people. He's crying out for help. Um, I dropped this stat on Twitter. Well, this series of stats. Bradley Bill in his last 10 games, he dropped 30 against Indiana, 22 against Boston, 31 against Brooklyn, 25 against the, Cl- the Lakers. Excuse me. That's the win. Uh, oh, maybe I should go tell you. 30 against uh, Indiana in the L. 22-4 and 7 Boston L. 31-91 Brooklyn L. 25-3 and 12 Lakers W. That's also the game that John Wall went off because you know his agent was in town, LeBron's in town, bright lights. Of course he's gonna show up. The next night, 21. Well, three nights after that, 29-3 and 10 Atlanta lost. 28 seven and 3 Houston lost. 40-15 and 11 Phoenix a W. In three overtimes against Phoenix, a rebuilding team. 7-5 and 4 against Indiana. They lost. He had a bad game as a second out of the back-to-back. 21-1-4 against Detroit. Lost 34-5-7 and against Chicago. Lost. Bradley Beal is having one of the most impressive 10 to 15 game stretches we've seen as Wizards fans. And the NBA has seen in, in some time. Especially from a player, like I said, on the Washington Wizards. Now, he is balling out. He puts it on the line every single night. One thing that you will see when you tune into the Washington Wishes game is Bradley Bill leaving it all on the floor. He's playing 40 minutes a game, losing. The team is losing because he's the only one out there. And when, you're, when, you're, when your backup options are a Ron Baker, Sam Decker, a 33-year-old Trevor Reza, Thomas Bryant, also bright spot, Sadoransky, Sator, typically a bright spot. Other than that, the rest of these guys out there, they're not doing anything. The coaching is definitely not helping. I saw Coach Brooks draw up a play yesterday um, in the clutch. Yo, won't nobody looking at that clipboard when he was drawing up a play? Nobody, nobody. Scott Brooks is not coaching. He's not helping these guys in, this, in, a, in a great situation to win. He's not putting me. All he says is, play harder, guys. Hustle. Do this. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Let me be clear. Hustle is good. You should hustle. You should have effort. Not only are you getting paid millions to play the game, I'm assuming you love the game, so you should go hard every time you step on that court because you love it. That's that's one thing that should come. That's the fundamentals. You play hard, whether you're in the office, or whether you're on the court, you go hard in your in your in your career path of your choice, and you reap the benefits. But you and your colleague can both be going hard. If your colleague knows more about the topic than you do. If your colleague executes better than you, if your colleague plans better than you, if your colleague has 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 any type of um, premeditation to what he's doing, both of y'all could be going hard. But if he's doing those other things, planning, preparation, strategically breaking down what's at hand, that person will advance in their career better than you. Y'all could be working at T-Mobile. If you come in every day at eight o'clock at T-Mobile and you check out at nine o'clock at night and you're going hard, good for you. You'll be a decent, you'll be a pretty decent phone salesman. But if your colleague knows the model, the model number of the iPhone, knows all the updates, knows every feature, every nook and cranny, knows every plan detail, knows how much service you can get per month, LTE, 5G, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. If he knows all those things and can break that down to the customer, I'm pretty sure he's going to sell more phones than you, my man. You might want to find a new job. The same thing applies to the basketball court. Scott Brooks can't keep preaching, play harder, play harder, play harder. But you got to have the right lineups. You have to have good rotations. You have to draw plays. You can't have a pick and roll set called with Trevor Reese and Jan Mahimi. It's things like that. You can't give Ron Baker 13, 15 minutes a night when he hasn't scored a single point since he's been in D.C. over Troy Brown Jr. It's little things that you just can't do, which Scott Brooks is doing. So let's hop into I said, I said Bradley Bill needs help. That is an understatement. He needs more than—he's the only one going hard, An exception with Thomas Bryan and sometimes Tomas Satoransky. Bradley Bill brings it every single night. He needs help. He needs help. And this is probably similar to how John Wall, John Wall felt— when Bradley Bill was dealing with injuries every single year, John Wall was the only one, only Bryce Brown on this team. He was carrying lesser players. It's the same thing now. Same thing to a different degree. Bill needs help. Where Where's Troy Brown? Where's Troy Brown Jr.? I just wanna. I got a few notes here. You know, I'm always spitballing, but I gotta keep it organized because we haven't been uh, podcasting as much lately. Um, It's been. It's the Christmas season, holiday season, Hanukkah, all that stuff. We've been really, really busy. I promise you, we're back on our game. I promise you, I'm back on my game. I'm so sorry. We're back. I'm back. Locked on Wizards. We're back on it because it's 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 that time. It's that time. I'm saying a lot on Twitter, but the podcast needs the love too. We're back. We're committed. Where's Troy Brown Jr.? Ron Baker hasn't scored a single point since he's been a Washington Wizard. The only shots he's attempted are three-pointers. You know, Scott Brooks loves three pointers and loves you to play hard. He is 0 for 4. The last three games. Let's look at his plus-minus. Negative 5. Negative 5. Negative 8. That wasn't a typo. I didn't th- negative 5. Negative 5. And negative 8. He's gotten 13-plus minutes each game since arriving. Statistically, he has gotten worse every single game. First game, his net rating was negative 13.4. Second game, his net rating was negative 13.6. Yesterday, last night, his net rating was negative 29.6. He has no business being on that floor, especially over your first-round pick. Troy Brown, okay, we could be splitting hairs here, but at the end of the day, I don't care if you're trying to win and you think you're making a playoff push or if you're tanking and you don't want it to seem like you're tanking. In any event, either side of the spectrum, Troy Brown should not be sitting on the bench with zero minutes and Ron Baker is getting 13, 15, 15 minutes a night. I don't care if they're playing foosball. I don't care if they're playing Madden. I don't care if they're playing 2K. I don't care if they're playing hopscotch. Ron Baker is not better at basketball than Troy Brown Jr. I don't care if he's a rookie or not. He's not better he's just not better he's not a better player he's not a better player and in a, in, a, in a time where you're looking for playmakers you're looking for people to set up an offense looking for people to direct on the floor you're looking for those guys with Austin Rivers gone with John Wall injured you're looking for guys that can have the ball in their hands and set things up only only playmakers you have right now are Bradley Bill which of course he's gonna do his thing, but he's playing 40. He's tired, boss. He's t- talk talking about rest days. He needs a rest week. He's tired. He's tired. And Tomas Hadoransky, those are your only ball-handling playmakers. Other than that, nobody else can playmake. Nobody. I mean, you wanna talk about Shasan Randall? Bro, Shasan who don't give me started, my man Shasan Chasing. I'm sorry if I'm disrespecting you. Shasan or Chasing Don't get me started. But like I said, like I said, when you have, you lost Austin Rivers, you have no John Wall. Why is Ron Baker getting these 13 minutes a game and not scoring a point, having a worse plus minus than than Troy Brown has since he's been on the team? When Troy Brown can actually help you in your point of need. He's athletic. He can defend. He goes hard. He hustles. All those intangible Scott Brooks, he does that. Oh, side note, he can also run offense. He played point guard his entire life until he had that growth spurt and then went to Oregon and became a forward. The reason you drafted him, or the reason you told us you drafted him, was because he can help play make, he can play one through four. He's long enough, he's tall enough, and athletic enough, and smart enough to be able to run an offense and also go guard a a small four, a big three. He can do that. So why is he not playing? Scott Brooks was asked why he wasn't playing. And yo, I'm not going to lie to you. That was the worst explanation of anything I have ever heard. And I've never heard an explanation that bad. My man said, uh, with the lineups being funky, they're going to be funky for the next few games because so many guys are all injured with Sam Decker and, uh, and, uh, Ron Baker just getting on the team. I didn't want to throw Troy in there and mess things up because, you know, it's a new front. He said, feng shui. He's I said, Whoa, what? what are you talking about? Scott, what, what are you talking about? You didn't want to throw Troy in there with Sam Decker. Just got here two weeks ago. Ron Baker just got here three games ago. You dropped Troy Brown has been in the building. If anything, Sam Decker and Troy Brown shouldn't have been getting. I mean, uh, Ron Baker shouldn't have been getting minutes up front before Troy. I want to talk about throwing people in there. Rob Baker was golfing in the Cozumel. You called him. You said, hey, come play basketball again. Troy Brown is practicing. He's playing on Monday for the go-go, doing his thing. Then he's getting called up for no reason to come watch from this. From He's just getting free, free courtside tickets to the Wizards game. He's getting free courtside tickets to watch the Wizards lose to teams that are worse than them, quote-unquote. Bro, just leave him in the go-go if you're not going to touch him this season. And then, unprompted, before the game yesterday, Scott Brooks said, yeah, Troy will probably see some minutes today. He did not see one. He didn't see, he didn't see a second. The longest he was on the court was to congratulate Bradley Bill after slaving on the floor for 40 minutes. That was the longest Troy Brown saw on-court action and in layup lines before the game started. I could go to the game right now and get more minutes to Troy Brown. Anybody want to play basketball? Because basically what they're saying is, you all are better at basketball than, than the guy out of Oregon, the lottery pick out of Oregon. Because if Ron Baker can get on the floor, listen. okay, I'm going to tend it. Let's just look at it. Troy Brown, <clears throat> in the four games he's played this season with significant minutes, he's never had a plus minus worse than negative five, ever. That's all Ron Baker has had since he's been here. He's got one game with a double-digit negative net rating. Which is negative 21.3. That was against the Lakers. That was his one bad game. He didn't have any points. He played, I think, around 10 minutes. He 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 just didn't he just didn't do well. Okay, it happens. He's a rookie. He's a huge piece of your future, though. A huge piece. Ron Baker probably won't even be employed next season. And if he is, the winners are the only team that's gonna pay Ron Baker. So whether you're tanking or trying to win a game, there's no reason why Troy Brown Jr. should not be on the floor. Look at who you have. Up. Yo, I turned the TV on. I went and go I got some chips and dip. Sat down, turned the TV on in the third quarter. I saw Sam Decker, Jason Randall, Yan Mahimi, Trevor Ariza, and Tomas Satoransky on the floor. I said, this is beyond me. My man. I have never seen a worse. They ran a Yan Mahimi and Trevor Ariza pick and roll. Trevor Ariza was the ball header. Trevor Reese's one negative about his one of his 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 glaring um 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 issues in his career has been his ball handling and playmaking. Why is he running pick and roll with Yan Mahimi? Y'all can't you can't you can't be serious. You can't be serious. Wow, we're 16 minutes in. I, I'm pretty sure they want me to take a break here. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back. I'm gonna hit y'all with a theory about John Wall. I'm hit y'all with a little side note on a reason Ubre. And then we'll look, <laughs> we'll look into tonight's matchup against the the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, Cardiac Kimba is coming to DC. We'll be right back. <clears throat> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Welcome back to Lockdown On, is part of the Lockdown Network, your daily news from local experts. My name is Quinn Mayo at T-O-Q-M underscore. You know the voice. You know the name. Let's talk the game. John Wall. My theory for John Wall is, okay, hold on. Let me let me, re- let me rewind it a little bit. We came into yesterday thinking John Wall was, was going to play. That was the thing. We heard John Wall is going to play. The second report we got was John Wall is out due to rest. Okay, he's not going to play. He's having a rest day. The third thing we heard was John Wall is going to play. Weird already. Cool. The fourth thing we hear is John Wall is out with a bone spurt. He will see a specialist today, which this is from tomorrow. So he will see a specialist today, um, uh, Dr. Anderson, Green Bay Packers uh, uh, doctor. Here's my theory on the John Wall. John Wall is done. He's done for the season. Go ahead and iron your, uh, take, take, take your John Wall jerseys to the dry cleaner. Get them clean. Get them pressed. Get it back. Open your closet. Slide all your clothes to the front. Take John Wall's jersey and put it in the back and slide it. J- John Wall's done for the year. He's done. He's done. I'm, my theory, and here's, this is why I'm here. I'm just here to give you my theory. This is my opinion. It's my prediction. This is my theory, mine. You have the right to disagree. That's totally your, that's your your prerogative. My theory is John Wall is out for the season. Nine times out of 10, when you visit a, when when a player visits a specialist of any sort, of any injury, surgery is recommended. Surgery is recommended. If you have like a a a knee injury, like Otto Porter had a, a little knee thing going on. He didn't go see a specialist. He was just out for X amount of games. He'll probably play not tonight. We'll probably play the next game. He'll be back. He had a good hard workout. He didn't see a specialist for his knee because it wasn't that serious. You stub a toe, get a little sprained ankle, you don't go see a specialist for that. John Wall's been dealing with this injury since he's been in D.C. Since Scott Brooks' entire tenure, John Wall's been dealing with bone spurs. He just got surgery on his knee a few years ago. What was it, last year? <sighs> now out how I attend when a player used to see a specialist, surgery is recommended. So one of my boys, Damo, on uh, Twitter, he took a screenshot of, I think it was like WebMD or something, you was saying, you know, if I get if I get surgery on a bone spur, you know, how, how long is the recovery process? I think he said about three months, something like that, something around that line. Regardless if it's three weeks or three months, you still have to get the surgery, you have to recover, and he has to work himself back and healthy enough to play full speed at John Wall caliber level, because no reason why he should come back and play anything less than that. No reason why he should he should be um, limping around the floor, laboring around the floor. If you want John Wall back, you want John Wall back at hundred and ten percent. Therefore, the way the Wizards are going, they are ten games under five hundred. They're closer to in losses than to the Cavs as the worst record in the in the NBA than they are to the AC, which is I believe Charlotte. <sighs> There's no reason why John Wall comes back, assuming he gets surgery, which I'm 95% sure he is going to get surgery on a bone spur. This is one thing where if he wants to extend his career, he's a, his supermax kicks in next year. I believe he will sit out this season, get surgery, get back to 110 percent because there's no reason why they come back, why he should come back and risk it all for the Washington Wizards. I think Rich Paul, his agent, John Wall, also LeBron James' agent in LA, FYI, just saying, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Wall's best game was against the Lakers. It's a trial, Excuse me. <laughs> but anyway, I think Rich Paul told him, look, don't play. Don't play. This is what I think happened. I'm going to give you a scenario. You take it how you met <clears throat> Wall had that game. Was it against Atlanta? He had one point. He's walking around. It looked terrible. Everybody on Twitter was like, yo, what is wrong with John Wall? What is going on? After the game, he said, you know, I've been playing through a, a heel injury, a bone spur. It hurts really, really bad. You know, next time, um, I just like to play through my injuries. I don't, if if it's not broke, I'm going to play. That's what he said. See, after that, after that comment, Wall has been out with rest. I know he had, his baby was born. He was resting for that, to go take care of his kid. Came back, rest, sickness, uh, Sprinkle a couple games here and there. Wall has barely played. He's barely played since those comments. Rich Paul hit him up like, "Look, John, I I saw your interview on um on I was about to say Comcast. I saw you I saw your interview on NBC Sports Washington. My man, do you know that this is your career? You're playing for the Washington Wizards right now. That organization does to care about you. The fan base loves you, but they're gonna criticize you regardless of what you do. Ernie doesn't care about you. Scott Boras doesn't care about you. You see what they're doing to Bradley? They're slaving him. He's out there putting his all every night. He's gonna wear it down. That was you. That was you. Look, bro." Tell me right now, John, are you hurt? Yes or no? John said, yeah, I'm hurt, coach. I'm I'm, I'm hurt, Rich. I'm hurt. I'm hurting. But, you know, I'm trying. All I know is giving it my all. Rich was like, look, I feel you, but you will not be around in this league for much longer. If you keep playing through a serious injury like that, you go to see my specialist, my man, Dr. Anderson. You go see him. You get surgery. You get his recommendations. You sit out for this. If you come back and the Wizards aren't at least three games under 500, or closer to being a 500 team, or or no way in contention for the for the postseason, you're out for the season. And even if they are, we'll talk about it again. You sit out. This is money we're talking about here. This is money. So go get the bag. You stay healthy and you come back when you're ready. You hear me? And LeBron, LeBron in the back, like, hey John, you hear him? Chill out, John. Like, hey look, I feel you, Rich. I got you. Say no more. I got a kid I got to take care of anyway. I got the Raleigh uh, John Wall classic coming up. I want to make sure I pop up for our parents on that. I don't really want to play basketball with these scrubs right now. I'm out. I don't I don't respect Scott. I'm out. I'm cool. I'm checking out. John Wall's done for this season. Hey, mind you, that's my theory. My theory. You can disagree all you want. Add me on Twitter. It's coming anyway. That's my theory. John Wall is not playing another game this season for the Washington Wizards. This is the Bradley Bill Show. For at least 2018, 2019. It's my theory. Side note: Before we leave, <laughs> y'all know it was coming. Back, uh, what was it? A week or two ago, Ariza was traded for Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers. 33 year old Ariza. People killed me on Twitter saying I was too emotional about Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I was too emotional. I can. I was too emotional about Kelly Oubre. I was too emotional about giving up a young asset, the only trade asset you really have because contracts make every other asset kind of hard to deal with. I was too emotional for trading away your lottery pick. I was too emotional for trading away a guy with a high ceiling, high energy, that plays hard every single night for a 33-year-old player that wants to be in L.A. I was too emotional. Well, let's look at these last five games. Both both guys have five games on their boat. Last five games, net ratings. Somebody told me that when Trevor Ariza uh, comes to the Wizards, his his stats and his, his ratings will be better than they were in Phoenix. They'll be better when he gets to D.C. And the team will reap the success of Trevor Ariza's Trevor presence. Somebody told me that on Twitter. Well, let's take a look. Last five games, Kelly Oubre has had a net rating for the Phoenix Suns is 5.4. Ariza has had a net rating of negative 6.3. I repeat. A net rating, Kelly Oubre, positive five point four. Ariza, net rating, negative six point three. Well, Ariza is a better shooter, okay? You, you're too emotional about Trevor Ariza and Kelly Oubre. Ariza can shoot better and defend better, Quentin. You're too emotional. And to that, I said, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Kelly Oubre's effective field goal percentage is forty-eight percent. It's the best it's been. <laughs> Since his time in D.C., <laughs> Trevor Ariza's effective field goal percentage is 43.7. <sighs> KO is better, but I'm too emotional. Well, Quentin, you got to look at the flow. You got to look at the game. is a better fit. He's a better defender. Okay? He's been defending for all his life. He defended LeBron. He has a ring in 2009. Championship pedigree. He was here five years ago with Randy Whitman. Okay? You gotta look at the flow of the game. Trevor Reese is a better fit for that locker room. He's gonna come babysit these guys. He's a better impact on that locker room because they like him. They're gonna play better with a reason. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm too emotional about Kelly Oubre's impact. I'm so emotional that I was like, you know what? Is there a stat for impact? I'm so emotional. I wanna know what Kelly Oubre and Trevor Reese's impact is on their respective teams. I look at the stats and Kelly Oubre's pie rating, which is player impact estimate, his pie rating is, is 6.9, almost 7. Ariza's impact is 5.5. I'm too emotional, DC family. I'm too emotional. So look at the stats. Look at the statistics. Look at the numbers. It's not all about numbers. It's, it's a big part. You want to move past points per game, rebounds per game? Look past all that because KO was leaning that too. Look at the advanced statistics. Kilroy's better. Oh, they weren't going to be able to pay him this off-season because is in the third. Really? That's what you're going to talk about? Well, why not? Why not? Why aren't they going to pay him? And what aren't they going to pay him? Number one, why aren't they going to pay him? Well, because this this front office is delusional. The coach is delusional. Ernie Grunfeld is delusional. Teleonesis is delusional. There's not know what he's talking about. They don't. They don't know what they're doing upstairs. They think they can make the playoffs with this team. It's over. They want to make a push. They don't care about you. They don't care about you, the fans. They don't care. They're delusional. So, why are they not going to pay him? What is he going to ask for? Oh, well, he's going to, it's going to be another auto Porter situation. He's going to ask for 100 mil and they're going to have to, they're going to have to match an offer sheet. No NBA team will give Kelly Oubre 100 million dollars. Can you stop it? The Wizards will only be bidding against themselves. I said this, let me pull it. I said this um, a couple podcasts ago. I said verbatim, a 23-year-old Kelly Oubre, he's essential to changing the Wizards' culture for the next five years or so. So you sit down and you offer him four years, 40 million. That's more than what Kyle Anderson got by the the Grizzlies this offseason, which is four for 37. Oubre's had a better four years than Kyle Anderson, but you give him a little less than Nurkic, who made four for 48. Give him four for 40. Ko was better than Anderson, not quite as good as Nurkic. You move the cars that need to be moved. If the Pelicans, I mean, was it the Pelicans or the, whoever had Anderson in auto, you give them auto. You dump the, dump it. Pay the 50% and get out of here. You rebuild with the young players. For some reason, you gave the White Howard a second-year play option. Beyond me. Beyond me. Whoever wants to, you give it to him. You rebuild under a young core. Bro, you're trying to win. You're trying to make the postseason and you're number one. You're number one in estimated uh, draft pick rating right now. You're the number one estimated team in the draft niche. I don't even trust Ernie Grunfeld and tell to, to pick to pick up a Zion or RJ or Romeo Lankford or Bobo or Kevin Porter. All these top prospects. I don't even trust them to do that. Because what if you do draft Zion? What if you do draft? Who's going to coach him? Scott Brooks is going to coach Zion Williamson? Scott Brooks can mess that up. I saw somebody said even, even Scott Brooks couldn't mess up Wall Bill and Zion. Yes, he could. He definitely could. The front office, they could definitely mess him up. They could ruin him. A gym. It's gotten to the point where it's like when you get drafted to the Wizards, it's almost equivalent to when you got drafted to the Browns. It's like, oh, he went to the Browns? I mean, he got that money for going first overall, but his career is done. 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 You know why Wizards, and I'm on a rant here. I should probably finish up soon. I think I just hit 30 minutes. But you know why Wizards players don't get more respect league-wide? You know why you have to keep having the John Wall versus Kyrie argument? You know why people don't look at Bradley Bill as the top five shooter guard in the NBA? You want to know why? Because they play on the Wizards. When you play for a franchise that is so terrible, they will not give you the respect you deserve. Why do you think Wizards fans have to argue so much? You have to argue so much because you see the talent that your players have, but because you're playing on the Wizards, nobody's going to respect it. Nobody's going to respect it. It's like, I think somebody said it's like graduating from West Virginia. You can graduate from West Virginia. Nobody's going to respect your degree. It's a party school. They go crazy, man. They give everybody degrees. Everybody's admitted. Everybody gets degrees. Unless you got like a 4.0, 4.2, you know, respect to the hustle. But nobody's going to respect it. Now if we have any listeners from West Virginia. I'm sorry, this is just what I heard. This is not what I believe. Do your thing. Nobody respects players that play in DC. Nobody, respe- Nobody respects that front office. Kelly Uber told I mean not Kelly, Kevin Durant told y'all the last time they played the, 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 the Warriors. Durant said, Check me out. These guys are done. Why am I he said, why am I still in the game? These guys have no heart. That's why he didn't come to DC. They don't respect the players in D.C. They respect them outside of the Wizards. Like, they love playing with John Wall in the offseason. They love working out with him. He's a great guy. He's a great player. They love playing with him in pickup. I'm just going to come play. We would love to come play with you, John. But um, we're not playing for Ernie. We're not playing for Scott Brooks. I left Scott Brooks, says Kevin Durant. We're not coming to D.C. to play for that. We love you. We'll play with you in, in Miami this season, this offseason. We'll come play with you outside. We'll train with you. But we're not going to sign with the, wiz- the Wizards? The Rose Bar is the best y'all have to offer? Nah, I'm cool. I'll, I'll be with competent GMs. You can come play with us. Oh, wait, you sign how much? I don't know if I can convince my GM to give you that. I can't convince my GM to pick up that contract. Players that play for the Wizards don't get the respect they deserve. Because of the overhead that comes with the Washington Wizards. And that's, that's that. That's that. And that's that. Why do you think John Wall has to yell, This is my city, and go so hard, bro? When he's doing well. He wants to put the league on. He feels disrespected every year. He's slighted. And he, I think he's over it. I'm pretty sure he's over it. He's, he's, he's tired of being overlooked. He showed y'all what he could do, he showed y'all what he can do. You saw what he did against the Lakers? He could do that whenever he wants. He was like, yo, I'm playing hard for LeBron. LeBron in town or Legacy in town? Magic is here? Oh, I'm going to show off. What, we playing Atlanta tomorrow? Man, whatever. I'm not running around against Atlanta. I don't, care. I don't care about them. I'm not risking my career for Atlanta. You kidding me? And that's what it is right now. So, it's been another episode of Lockdown Wizards, part of the Lockdown Network you news from local experts. I just had a 32 minute rant. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, follow me on social media at toq underscore. Also, be on the lookout for the launch of my podcast. It's coming back. The relaunch. It's been a thing. It's just coming back. Um, 2019 is coming in hot. I would love to bring the podcast back. Um, I just love talking all sports, not just football. I mean, not just basketball, but football, hockey, baseball. I just, I'm, I'm like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I know all of you get. The Wizards talk for me. You'll still get the Wizards talk over there, too. But I like to talk about a lot more things than just, you know, Wizards basketball. So be on the lookout for the Quinn Mayo Show. And uh, until next time, D.C. DC family. family. Amati Amadi. Amadi. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.